Hey, into it. I, there, there was a thing on there where it said, uh, bam, we're live. Caleb, hey, what's up? The, Good morning. One of the things in I was looking at those memberships, one of those things that said like things you could offer. And I wonder if that's a place to put the uh, behind the scenes. Yeah, that's what I was talking about yesterday when I said the timing of it. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Release the make the behind the scenes for people who are members, make it available to them for like three months before everyone else. Mm hmm collect a shitload of cash, save money so we can go back and do it next year. Pay the fucking editor or shit like that. Mm-hmm. Keep the cameras. Get cocaine. <laughs> then flip that and then double down. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. Not to do. Just no. to It's part of no. our business strategy. Yo, what's up? Good morning, girl. Hey. Uh, Karn Thompson. Oh, I didn't send Karn a link. I'll send it to her. Thank you. Uh, Karn Thompson will be coming on today. Um, Karn Thompson. I worked with Karn Thompson over at CrossFit. She ran uh, CrossFit Health. She reported directly to Greg. She's doing a summit in Austin. It looks like Dave will be in attendance too. I can't tell exactly what it is, but um, uh, she'll come on for like 10 or 15 minutes and tell us about it. it, it what's funny is um, she. I, I saw that text where she said hey do we have the link so people can track who bought the seminar through the podcast mm -hmm. and um i say this with all arrogance and zero humility i don't really care um i already know that this group is crazy uh what's the word for vociferous i don't know if that's the right word but mm -hmm. This group already influences. These people in this fucking chat over here already influence. Yeah. Yeah. They are the influence. You know, you know what's so funny too is yeah, they say vociferous, um, vehement, clamorous. Yeah. This group. Like if it yeah. And I don't care if they if they go or don't go, I want them to do whatever they want to do. Like I'm not I'm not like, hey, uh let let me Anyway, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> I wonder, remember yesterday when we um, we showed that clip of Lauren Khalil and Chase and uh, Mr. Kotler and, and Mr. O'Keefe? Yeah. I, I wonder if uh, Joe tattled on us again to someone for that. Because <laughs> we, we were making fun of the morning chaga. Oh. Uh. I wonder, I now I wonder how often people tattle on us. <laughs> often. <laughs> Matt Burns, we are the shit. I was looking at this thing. Um, I guess Lululemon has this. Um, they have this scandal going on there. It's called Not Black Enough. And I guess Lululemon's being like bossed around. They're, they're getting in trouble because they have like some policies regarding black people. I don't even know exactly what it is. I, I started reading it and I just started get started laughing because I started thinking about the whole George Floyd thing. Mm. Because basically the, this article that I was reading said that after the George Floyd incident, people started realizing how poorly um, uh, blacks were treated in the workplace or the systemic racism going on in the United States. Oh yeah. Let me see that. Blacks are off brand. Black people are <laughs> being black is off brand. It's like, listen, you fucking ding dongs. <laughs> that, that, 
your black community is equally, if not a thousand times more racist against white people than white people are about black people. Don't don't act all fucking high and mighty like you're fucking nuts. And, and, and then and then to think if George Floyd was the impetus, 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 catalyst, catalyst, arc, yeah. fuel that made you think, oh, my God, black people aren't treated right. You're a fucking idiot. That dude was a fucking douchebag. You should be you should be treating people well because people deserve to be treated well, not because some fucking overdosing fentanyl motherfucker uh, made you think all of a sudden he's a uh, what do they call him now? A social hero, the social justice hero. Wow. Wow. It's a hell of a title. Thank you. Our black community, Savon. Thank you. You heard uh, that you. cop got stabbed in jail, huh? Yeah, poor Chauvin. Damn. Hey, guys, there's a movie out there called... Um, it just came out. Something Minneapolis. Someone will, t- someone will tell me the title. In one second, something Minneapolis, and it's the it's the whole story of the uh, George. It's the George Floyd story, and um, wait, what the fuck is this? John Ortega, this black guy in my store yesterday was buying a gun. What store do you work at? <laughs> in his first, in it for his first date, he was going on a date, so he bought a gun. And he said he bought a shirt from Lou Lemon for $200 and he wants to get three more. That is a weird story. I, that needs some context. <laughs> wow. Oh, The Fall of Minneapolis. Yeah. Oh, the producer of that show is coming on. I'm so excited. Thank you. The Fall of Minneapolis. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Liz Collin. They draw George so funny. Everywhere he's drawn, it's so funny. His lips are always disproportionate to like his his lips are bigger than like his whole fucking forehead always. <laughs> like a caricature. Yeah, it's all he's always a caricature. Racist. Oh, you run a gun store in Atlanta? I don't know what's cooler. Wow. My kid's birthday's uh, this morning, so I got to cut it short. Oh, you guys do anything fun? I scheduled, we scheduled shows. There's a birthday party at the park. We scheduled shows. I'm probably going to get in trouble by my wife for saying that because she thinks the shooter is going to come get us. We scheduled shows. I, it's not at the park. I'm sorry. It's at the roller rink. Go shoot up the roller rink. Uh, <laughs> we, what? God. Skate park. They hate parks. Go shoot up the roller rink. He's trying to help my wife out. I don't actually. There's no shooters. Uh oh. Uh, I might be getting a little embarrassed. I don't ever remember having this feeling. Why? No, no, no. I was just farting. Never mind. <laughs> just passing gas. Just passing gas. Yeah. It got weird for a moment. I want to send you this video. Damn. That'll be for the next live calling show. My mom sent me this video and it's supposed to be this like dig at Republicans. It's mm-hmm. so funny. The digs on Republicans. 
it's like they show like Trump being crazy or they show like those Republicans who are groping in the movie theater. They just like they show like, you know what I mean? They show it's like, listen, listen, listen. There's no Republicans that are trying to normalize pedophilia. There's no Republicans that are trying to make it so that there's racism in all the schools. There's no Republicans that are forcing our kids to take injections. There's like uh, there were no Republicans who were slave owners. Like, I don't care if you're going to show me like Trump saying crazy shit or doing weird shit. Like, that's all feeling stuff. I care about just uh, there, there was no war when Trump was in office. I, I like the facts. I like the facts. I'm not worried about like. I'm not worried about the other stuff. Not anymore. Not right now. Remember during the election recall and then run those commercials out here in California that would make it sound like, uh, shoot, what was his last name? Larry Elder. Uh, Elder. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he was some sort of like Nazi cult leader. And yeah, yeah, like yeah. People storming the Capitol. Yeah. <laughs> All these like clips of shit. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not worried about um, uh, people acting uh, uh, you upset because um, a mean tweet uh, – Donald Trump made. I'm worried about your your newspaper, the Los Angeles Times, car, calling Larry Elder a white man in blackface, <laughs> thinking that it's okay. That's crazy. Yeah that that that's what I'm a little bit like. Hey, fuck you guys. That's wild. Yeah. I feel so close to this camera. The thing is, man, party over for the Dems. They hate black conservatives. Dude, they hate all black people, dude. Larry Elder is a, the black face of white supremacy. Oh my Holy God. shit. Dude. That's LA Times. God. Damn. Of course it is. Holy shit. I can't believe I found it, honestly. Oh my goodness. As a headline. Hey, so That's instead of holding this guy up as a role model, they hold up George Floyd. That's how I know the Democrats hate you. Sorry, me. That's how I know the Democrats hate my people. If you loved me, you would hold up Larry Elder as a role model. Hardworking, puts on a suit every day, eloquent, passionate, honest, willing to go mano a mano with any man. Is that mm -hmm. something? Mano a mano? Did I use that right? Yeah, sure. Culturally appropriated that. Mm -hmm. Mano a mano. That's for my uh, Hispanic constituents. That is that is that a Hispanic phrase? Mano a mano. Uh, hand hand in hand. Is that I what it was? Hold on. <laughs> no, I'm culturally appropriating that from. I thought that's what Instead, that. Instead, you're fucking. They're holding up my boy George Floyd as a, as a role model. Like fuck you. Yeah. Well, hey, that's what I would do if I hated you. That's what I would do if I hated you. Yeah, but one fits the narrative that they need, and the other one doesn't. Hey, I, but I just think it's feeling stuff hand to hand. Thank you, Lupe. That's close. It's the same thing. People keep sending me all, but what, what ethnicity, what, what nationality, what language, what's the, um, the Spanish. origin? Spanish. Oh yeah. Okay. So my Hispanic, I wrapped up my, my brothers and my, my Hispanos in one. 
God, I should run for office. Uh, you mean your POCs? My P- yeah, people of color. Yeah. It's so funny, people of color. That's that's so convenient. They loop in black people or uh, brown people when they need them, and if they don't need them, they just like pull it back. That line just moves so nicely. Yeah, remember when they tried to like slide it in there on the LGBTQ flag too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That little brown sliver, and people are like, wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> Do you want Mariah Carey? She's a, a female brown filmmaker. Now nah, we don't want her. Bring the line in. Just black people. No, nah, no, nah, we want a girl and a brown person. Move her out. Switch it up. Oh, yeah. This is perfect for this. This I didn't even mean to rant on this today. 333. Look at this. This is like no duh. By by now, we just know. Oh, is this like um, uh, Oreo Armenian-o? Is that what that is? That's clever. Armeno, meno. <laughs> China's leaning geneticist finds out his ancestors were African. I fucking love this. Okay. Before the project started, I was hoping that I could identify or could be able to find evidence that support independent origin of Chinese in China because I'm a Chinese and came from China. And through the education process, I always believed that there, there was something special about Chinese. He singled out a male genetic marker, which only appeared about 80,000 years ago in Africa. So any man who carries that marker must have recent African ancestors and can't be descended from the more ancient Asian Homo erectus. Jin took DNA from over 160 ethnic groups around East Asia, over 12,000 samples. Apart. What did you find? Uh, when I was in China, I couldn't tell the people apart. Like, if you're in Africa, I can tell all the, like, you see a Somali, you're like, yeah, you know. Mm. When I was in China, if they, like, she said a different, 160 different ethnic groups, I, I'm, I'm assuming that if you went there long enough, you could be like, yep, that's that kind of Chinese person. Yep, that's that kind. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like, the three of us can tell the difference between all of us. You're definitely not from where I'm from, Sousa, and we're, we're definitely not from where fucking Caleb's from, his people, right? Yeah. What are you, Caleb? You're just an English dude? Um, I'm Mexican. A Welshman. Hispanic. And German and British. All I heard was British. Okay, you're British, and Matt's Portuguese, and I'm Armenian. I'm, I'm like... I guess if you want to go way back, you just call me Spanish. I'm an Armenians like some Jew Arab hybrid or, or, or maybe Jews are break off of Armenians, but I'm basically the same as those people over there. Mm-hmm. I wonder what are Brazilians? What are Portuguese people? Portuguese. No, they've been colonized too. They must be like some sort of, well, Brazil, Brazilians came from Portugal. Oh, all right. So, so they're Spaniards moved. Fine, yeah. so be it. And then they, got, they got the good genes of, of that um, continent. Oh, Venezuelans sure. are, the Venezuelans are pretty good looking too. Those chicks are crazy in Venezuela. Mm. Okay, sorry. Back to Chinese people are really black people. I like this. Here we go. We did not see any, even one single individual that were, could be considered as the descendant 
of the Homo erectus in China. Rather, everybody was a descendant of our ancestors from Africa. We're all black. Checks out to me. Yeah. How dare you, Sevon? No, I'm not. Yes. That's going to be good news when those reparations come in, baby. <laughs> Hook it up, brother. Up. <laughs> Just bought this baby straight cash. God, <laughs> reparations would do to inflation. <laughs> I don't think Sevon wants to know the history of Palestinian-Israeli relations. He sticks with the Palestinian bad mantra. Mm, here this, we this go. Guy, this here guy sent me this. These guys, there's a whole group of people in my DMs who send me photos of like dead Palestinian children. I wake up to it every morning. Jesus. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs> nice. Every morning, every morning, every morning, I'm like, yep, yeah, I, I totally get it. I know you feel horrible for the being the, the the root cause of that now, because instead of making an effort to get those help those people and get them out of there, you you you're you're having an emotional reaction to them instead of accepting what's going on and trying to find a solution. I totally get it. I totally get it, Tank. I totally get I totally get where you're at. That's what happens when you fall asleep at the wheel, buddy. The emotions live downstairs and they run up out of the basement. You're just kicking it like this, smoking some reefer, and your emotions come up out of the basement and take you over. And I get it. So you have an emotional reaction. Instead of sitting with it and letting it pass or pushing it back down into the basement, that's what I do. Um, uh, you you have a, a out, outward response and a reaction. Those people, just like my relatives left and just like my wife's relatives left, escaped both, uh, genocide just one generation or two generations back. Those people should also find a way out of there so that they can live and not listen to all the people who are chanting free Palestine. That shit's going to get those people fucking killed. Like, we didn't need the United States to be like, get them Jews, do an uprising, get them Jews. No, we didn't need that. We needed fucking ships and planes over there. And we needed a fucking exit strategy from fucking um, uh, Nazi Germany. Not not fucking uh, stand your ground. That's not the time. That's not the time to stand your ground. Yeah, more angel lettuce, please. Whatever that means, yeah. Angel lettuce will solve this problem. <laughs> I don't I don't need I you you want to sit around and talk about history history lessons and 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 like but 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 your honor um uh, even though I'm dead now I want to tell you it's still their fault like fuck <laughs> you dude Fuck you I know what happens when you're dead you're dead and I know I really like fucking being alive. And I'm so glad my relatives weren't sitting around fucking do doing protests that they fucking got the fuck up and out. Hey, your love for humanity starts with your love of your own fucking emotional discomfort. You're saying my history started on October 7th. Cool. Fine. That's cool. I'll take that. Uh, your. Um, your uh, 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 reaction to this starts in, in between your ears and stays between your ears in order to, to fucking make you feel good. Oh, look, my mom's catching up to the show. My mom's the one who sent me the video. I love Sevon notwithstanding. <laughs> you got to see this video, my mom. I, I know you love me, mom. Are you coming to the birthday party today? Of course you are. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do the but Sevon voice now. <laughs> That's a classic one. Oh, Tank. Tank, Tank, Tank. I still didn't turn into a zombie after October 4th or whatever it was. How about these guys? Uh, look, look at, look at the, what's going on with these guys. Uh, three twenty-eight, famous dudes groping. What the fuck happened here? There was some law. Some, some. I, I don't. I'm not sure. I really understand the story, but something happened in New York City, or the state of New York. A New York law revived the window to bring sexual misconduct misconduct claims for one year, regardless of the statute of limitations. A New York law revived the window to bring sexual misconduct claims for one year, regardless of the statute of limitations. So I guess what – if I understand that correctly, there's a statute of limitations on sexual misconduct, and they basically – let's say it was five years, whatever. I guess they said, okay, for the next year, you can bring anything up from the past. Mm. And look at all these fucking people that got their shit fucking pushed in. Sean Diddy Combs, Axel Rose, Cuba Gooding, Jamie Foxx, Jimmy Iovine. Damn. Bill Cosby again, huh? Bill Cosby. Oh, b -b -b Bill. How did Bill Cosby get away? It's the putting in the putting. He got away, right? He's not in jail. He got off. Yeah. I, is he? I thought he, I thought he like, didn't he like do time and then get out or something because he was old and rich? Music mogul, L.A. Reed. Grammy CEO Neil Portnow. You know what's you know what's crazy? I was reading some of the details on him. Um, one of one of them, like Axl Rose, like pushed his the helmet of his penis into some chick's anus. I mean, that's what the the claim is. Oh, here we go. Okay. In 2015, he was charged with a felony, aggravated indecent assault for a 2004 incident involving Andrea Constan. This is Bill Cosby. During a 2018 trial, Cosby was found guilty. In, of drugging and sexually assaulting her. He received a sentence of three to 10 years in prison. He was released after his conviction was overturned. Hmm. Damn. You put fucking drugs in someone's drink and then put your penis in them? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Out of your fucking mind doing that. Uh, so 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 you, Axel put his penis in someone's butt. Uh, Jamie Foxx put his hand in a girl's pants and touched her anus and her vagina at the same time, or something. These are like unwanted um, touchings, I guess. Uh, but um, Cuba Gooding um, groped or forcibly or forcibly kissing three women. <laughs> listen to this. Listen to this. This is such bullshit. You should be this. This journalist should have fucking be kicked in the fucking cunt or balls, whatever. The complaint against Cuba Gooding Jr. stems from charges the actor faced in 2019 over groping or forcibly kissing three women or stealing or a hamburger. Like, what the fuck is going on? What's this or shit? <laughs> They'll see which one sticks. Uh, that ended with him pleading guilty to a single count of harassment. Uh, Jasmine Abay claims Gooding forcibly kissed her while Kelsey Halbert... Harbert alleges he groped her titties. Groped her titties. Uh, Fox, meanwhile, 
slid his hands into a plaintiff's pants and put his fingers on the plaintiff's vagina and anus. And then said, grab her by the pussy. I want to tell you something. <laughs> I know this is going to be hard for some of you to handle. Mom, walk away. Oh, no. <laughs> I've never, ever. I, one time I think I drank 600 beers and I still have never put my finger on anyone's anus. <laughs> never. Never. <laughs> never. When I'm soaping my hindquarters, if I accidentally brush my anus, my other hand slaps my other hand. The hand with the soap. Slaps the soap right out of it. Oh, my goodness. Dude, don't touch anyone's anus. I know half the audience is like, well, I like that. You're not on an erogenous zone. This is fantastic. <laughs> I love the uh, circular motion. Oh, you're missing out. Yes. Uh, thank you. Oh, yes. You're missing out. One in the pink, two in the stink. Yeah, yes, of course. Or is it one in the stink, two in the pink? Either way. The fuck? <laughs> hey, the only explanation I've ever heard of it before. Um, did you, have you guys watched that the Matt Reif uh, Netflix special, that comedy? Uh, yeah. Very little of it. What would you rate that, Caleb, on a one to ten? Mm, maybe like a six. Yeah, I was gonna go four, or five, or six. It's pretty bad, right? Did it, you laugh? I laughed a few times. Yeah. Someone told me if you get past that forty-five minute mark, it gets good. Well, it's fucking an hour and nine minutes, motherfucker. So forty-five. Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole special. <laughs> thank you, Kenneth. Yeah, thank you, Kenneth. Yes. Poop comes out of there. Yeah. Hey, dude, if you saw like just every time you if you stood in front of a bar for 10 years and all you saw every time the doors open was like fighting going on in there, would you go in there? That's the thing. You ne nothing. You never once saw like a golden egg come out of the anus. And you're like, well, maybe. No, it's all shit that comes out of there. Literally. It, it's like all crows are black. All things leaving the anus are dirty and poop. What would make you? You would be horrible at like being a, a gold miner. You'd always pick the wrong cave. Thank you, Rambler. Jesus. Excellent. First thing you've ever posted that makes you normal. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Matt Rife was like a chick comedian. He's like a rom com comedian. Oh yeah, I could get that. For sure. He. Yeah, you know, uh, Iota, I'll give you that. I saw when I see him like on um, on reels, he's funny as shit. But but that comedy was horrible. I thought it was horrible. But the only thing he said in there that was like the the that I mean the thing that he said in there that was apropos to what we were just talking about is he said that um, eating ass is gross, but he's gotten into such a frenzy that he just found himself eating some ass. And like that when he said that, I was like, I could see like. Just getting into some crazy frenzy and like maybe you end up with your face in the ass, but 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 not, not you. Hey, no, no. Even after six hundred, no. I've been in some crazy frenzies. My crazy frenzies end with eating a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> See my fair share of frenzies. If I told you how many, I was at a friend's house yesterday and I was watching the fights, the PFL fights, mm -hmm. and the host. Host of the house brought out a whole platter of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for the kids. Because I was watching the fight in the garage, mm -hmm. garage. 
and I eat half of them. <laughs> <laughs> but they were for the kids. <laughs> half the platter just gone. Dude, there was like there was like 20 half sandwiches in there. You know, they were like all cut up. Crust Everybody. or no crust. I ate the crust everything. Oh my god. Yeah. Everybody split come grab your sandwich to split. <laughs> Tear it in half. Share it with your brother. Uh, Mr. Reeves, uh, Sevon, your post on Dr. Campbell is going to shake some feathers. Crazy excess death. Yeah, don't get anything injected into your uh, bloodstream. Miss Thompson, hi. We got to bring her. Hey. Hey, what's up, girl? Well, hello. Thank you so much. How are you guys? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm super, super annoyed with Matt Caesar, though, because it was his birthday yesterday and he never said a word. Happy birthday, Matt. <laughs> I remember. Birthday, I think Matt. I said happy birthday to him. You did on the show. Whew. Yeah. Happy Nailed birthday, it. Matt. Do you know how old he is? I mean, like 27. I don't know. Mm. Matt, how old are you? 27. No. <laughs> how old are you, really? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Jesus Christ. Here we go. Oh, my God. And listen, <laughs> stay the fuck out of my DMs asking me if she's single or what her phone number is. I am. Fucking DM her, motherfuckers. <laughs> Every time you come on the show, it's like they start swooning. Swooning. Aww. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah, great. Thanks. Yeah, her her clock's her clock's ticking. She can't be taking this attention away from you. Wow. Yeah, that they went crazy. Look, they're still going. I can't see anything, but her name is Karen Thompson. She hails from uh, South Africa. A uh, fantastic woman. I worked over at CrossFit uh, Inc. with her. She worked directly underneath uh, the founder and uh, CEO, running his pet project at the time, which was CrossFit Health. Um, and, uh, she is, was brought on because, uh, Greg met her at a conference, big conference, I believe. Don't ruin my story, Karin, if it's wrong, it's close enough. <laughs> met her at a huge conference she was throwing, I think at the San Diego convention center, it was like a no carb diet, or maybe it was a huge convention center in Austin. It doesn't matter. Some cool city. And they met and, uh, Greg was blown away by her knowledge. Uh, she's the author of the book, uh, sugar-free revolution, which I have read and, or listened to the audiobook. And, uh, and she's very, very, very well connected with everyone from the highest level, uh, PhDs and mathematicians, like maybe like the Jay Bhattacharya types to these, this whole crew of influencers we have that are now parading through Joe Rogan, who are also doctors, but you're seeing them parade through Joe Rogan and other podcasts. And they have reels everywhere talking about health and basically preaching to the choir as CrossFitters. Correct. Are we allowed and, to talk? And she and she has been and she's an addiction uh, specialist, um, and uh, and she she sees the uh, power and strength that sugar has, and she's made it. Uh, I don't know how long twenty years, Karen. Of oh yeah, nineteen. Well, yeah, nineteen. I'm in my twentieth year, but we don't count until I hit September fourteenth, twenty twenty four. So so twenty years. Of of bringing the good word, um, you know, as, as long as uh, CrossFit itself bringing the good word of keeping people away, recognizing the potency of this, I don't know what you call it, drug, a sugar, and uh, and and staying and staying staying away from it. She's thrown many conferences. She knows everyone, and the newest, biggest, baddest thing she is doing is happening in Austin, Austin. Yeah. And it's in collaboration uh, with uh, CrossFit Inc. Yeah. And uh, the Mr. Dave Castro, the the founder creator of the CrossFit Games, 
and it is uh, CrossFit for Health Summit 2024, Austin. Yep, that's it. Yeah. So excited. Um, open to the public. Open to the public. Absolutely anybody can join. Aimed uh, at CrossFit affiliates, coaches, the community, the people who really make CrossFit what it is. Um, in, in How many speakers? Uh, so right now we have six speakers. Um, we have Rhonda Patrick, Quadro, Tommy Wood, Gabrielle Lyon, Chris Palmer, Tom McCoy. Um, oh, and then special ones. And then Dave is going to be there as well. Uh, Dave Castro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and so people can sign up for this and sign up for the workout with Dave. Correct. And uh, in a way, I know you're not you're not um, pitching it that this, but in a way, this is kind of. This is very similar to what the old affiliate gatherings would be like, like what we had in Montana. It's a gathering of like-minded people with some great speakers, and then people will be hanging out and working out and networking. Absolutely. And then I think that in a combination with the old DDC, Sevi. Right. So bringing those right. minds together, having those lectures, learning, sharing, networking, building community, you know, that sense of belonging that can only be experienced when you're in person. Right. Uh, th that That's a great point. I, for some reason, though, I just see this as being um, the DDCs were great. Don't get me wrong, but it was at the gym at HQ. It was a little wild. It was cantankerous. This is going to <laughs> this is probably going to be a little more uh, scheduled and organized. And yeah, uh, yeah. And, and and these speakers are there. They're it's kind of interesting. They're going to be preaching the truth. It's basically reminders for everyone in the community, right? It's like re it's like taking your re-upping your level one, re-upping your level two. It's going to be reminders. These are like-minded people who are going to remind you, like uh, Gabrielle Lyons, that the more muscle you have, the more sugar you burn. Yeah, totally. I think you know the biggest thing about this is um, with CrossFit Health, we very much focused on the mess, right? The ills of modern medicine. And that was exactly what CrossFit Health was meant to be about. This is the CrossFit for Health Summit. So I don't necessarily want it to be confused with what CrossFit Health used to be um, or what CrossFit Health is now. Like this is the CrossFit for Health Summit. It is about looking at Greg's article that was published over 20 years ago, what is fitness and bringing experts to support that, that this methodology that the affiliates and the coaches are preaching every single day and changing health in the affiliates is what is the only thing that's going to improve people's health. And so we have the experts supporting that in the lectures that they're giving. So, so every day in my DMS, no shit one a day, someone says, Hey, can you link me to an article? I want my in-laws to start doing CrossFit. Yeah. Can you show me a video where some, I, I want to get someone into CrossFit. There's one a day, every day. It's fucking nuts. It's consistent. What you're saying is that this summit, if you want tools as a trainer, as a person, as an owner, you come here, you'll listen to these speakers. They're going to tell you what you already know, but they're going to articulate it in a manner and maybe do some, not maybe, and do some deep dives into it that will give you the tools to explain to people why they should be doing CrossFit. Hey, you should be doing it because it lowers insulin. Hey, you should be doing it because it puts on muscle. Like right now you go to the L1 and you become, you know how to train CrossFit. They're going to give you the why and then you will be armed with that to impart to uh, to new clients. Absolutely. And backed with by research, right? Like we're not going to put on a conference that not that's not going to be backed in like based in science. And that's what this is about. Eating is good. Thank you for coming to my lecture. <laughs> more, more than that. More than that. Right. More than that. 
Oh my god, so much more than that for sure. And the speakers are phenomenal. Um, uh, tell me, tell me about some of the speakers. There's a couple people on there I don't recognize. Is, Who do you is, not recognize? You introduce me to some of them, uh, what they've done or how you know them. Um, you know Rhonda Patrick. I know, I know of her. I like, I know her from Instagram, right? Okay. I know her well, from. I know Gabrielle Lyon from Instagram, and her, fa her, her. I like how she's really focused on building muscle. She's that. She's that lady, right? This mm -hmm. one, yeah, she yeah. is incredible. She is such. She's one of the strongest, most powerful women I know. She's a physician, an entrepreneur. She's a New York Times bestseller. She is such a freaking badass. And um, I'm actually organizing a conference for her in Austin as well like three weeks prior to this event. Oh, so um, she is probably, you say that I'm connected. Gabrielle is the most connected human I know. But anyway, back to her work. Yeah, she really talks about muscle being the organ of longevity. So the only way that, that the problem in the world is not that we are over fat, like we have too much fat, is that we are under muscled. And so we're, we've been placing the focus on the wrong thing, which not CrossFit hasn't, right? CrossFit has always been about building muscle just through the methodology. And so um, so Gabrielle really like brings that home in such a beautiful, simple way where the focus is not about losing weight. It's always about building muscle, being healthy across lifespan. And that's another thing. It's um, you can start at any time and she really is going to focus on how we focus on muscle centric approach to living through through our life. Uh, uh, let me ask uh, Susie here just a quick question because I have a strong opinion on this. Uh, Matt, um, yeah. of all the muscles in the body, mm -hmm. if you had one that you wanted to say strongest, the longest, which would it be? I can't deal with Out of all the muscles, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if it's a fair question. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly my biceps. Okay. Well, what's your second most? So then that way, you know, it fits on the shirt. All right. What's the second one? <laughs> are you leading me down a, a hole of that path here you know? no i just have one like if there's one if there's one that like i'm like hey that you need to be doing this this one thing you need to be doing this oh squatting for sure squatting for sure <clears throat> yeah i get that better pain yep like glutes and those hammies baby listen guys my wife does 300 air, does this workout every week it has it's 300 air squats for time she does it once a week that ass is crazy what's her time she, oh, it's always sub 10. Wow. I know it's crazy. I've done it three times with her in the last year. I have I can't break sub 10. Seriously? What's your favorite muscle? That's the one. That's the one that that I, you it's not even my favorite. It's that's the one. Like if you're telling someone, hey, you got to maintain a certain muscle in your body. It has to be that ass. It's oh, like sure. It's like the most important muscle in the body. 100%. I know someone else is like the heart. Okay, don't get all fucking smart on me. I don't even think of the heart as a muscle. It is. It's the most important muscle. You have to work any other muscle without it. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going to go. I was going to say the heart, too. No, no. Yes. And, and hey, here's another piece of trivia for you. Uh, um, uh, Karen Thompson's grandfather was the uh, physician who did the very first heart transplant on uh, planet Earth. Yeah. In a, in a, well, in a human. First transplant in a human. Yeah. Human yeah. heart transplant. That's right. I'm sure someone in China did it on from a in a pig first or something. <laughs> Probably to without a, a doubt, actually. <laughs> okay, so Gabrielle Lyons there, she'll be she's amazing. Um, uh, yeah. you know what's funny? So someone in here commented, Karen, about what? Rhonda Patrick, and, and that's how we know her from Instagram. Someone said, Oh, she's the sauna lady, because we have we've seen these people just in, in bits. 
Yeah. What, what's her deal? She's kind of everything, right? She's the one that reads articles from uh, journals and then kind of breaks them down for us. Exactly. Tar so she's okay. a biochemist, PhD researcher. Um, she has a very popular podcast called Found My Fitness. Okay. Um, she talks a lot about exercise and uh, very, 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 very fond of CrossFit. Um, does it herself. And so, I mean, she's has the wonderful ability to make difficult content and research accessible. And I think now, yeah, she has been focusing a lot on, on sauna, but exercise. If I think about Rhonda Patrick, I think about how she talks about the benefits of physical exercise, high intensity, um, in, you know, in promoting health and creating health. Okay. Ron Patrick. So, so those are two big names. You know, now let's talk about my favorite name in the group. And I've never heard of the guy, uh, Mr. Wood. <gasps> you are kidding. You do not know Tommy Wood. No, but I love his name. Uh, Mr. Wood. <laughs> Mr. Wood. Dr. Wood. Dr. Wood. Some people call me, Do I used to be called Dr. Wood in college. Yeah. What? Dr. Yeah, that, that was my nickname. What? Dr. I said, just if someone needed something, I would, they would just call Dr. Wood and I would, 24 hours a day be available <laughs> to administer just like, major procedures. <laughs> oh gosh. Tell me about um, it. Okay. Tommy is an Oxford trained physician. Wow. And researcher. Yeah. He's phenomenal. I think Tommy is probably one of my favorite people in this space. Like he's so modest. Um, he's like, like doesn't seek the spotlight at all in any way. His research is prolific. What I love about what Tommy talks about is right now his focus is, is very much on community, right? And so the power of community in creating and shaping health. And that's something that CrossFit is so, you know, it's so powerful in the CrossFit community. It's one of the things that makes us so special. Um, and so Tommy does a lot of work in longevity. Um, he used to talk about optimizing health, but he's kind of moved away from that. Um, yeah, but social connections, social lifestyle. Yeah, he's he's based in Seattle now, so he's not in the UK any longer. But Oh, oh that's a ding. That's a ding on him. Everyone, shush. Everyone should um, should know who Tommy Wood is, without a hey, doubt. Does he have a book? He's going to write a book. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. Okay, look at his Instagram. I want to have this guy on. Look at his Instagram. Look what he you says. You should, Heavy. Look at his specialty. His pediatrics, uh, what was it? Neuroscience. Oh, neuroscience and pediatrics. He has a, a lot of stuff on cognition as well and how, you know, the only way to really boost brain power and stop the cognitive decline going into like Alzheimer's dementia and those diseases is to learn new things, to constantly challenge yourself, to um, to always be learning and to be a part of the community. So he, I just like for me, like his message just fits so perfectly into what what the community is all about. A man with a with a dog. Uh, Rambler, uh, really enjoying, stimulated by uh, Miss Thompson shushing me. Um, uh, Dan uh, Guerrero, they always love me when I get uh, pounded. Uh, Dan Guerrero, I know Tommy Wood. You do? Isn't he oh, amazing? No, 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 no Oh, I'm so Tommy, gullible, naive. No, Aggressive. <laughs> uh, right, I know that Tommy Wood walk, walk softly and carry a big stick. I was going to try to repurpose this to your own. <laughs> I'm not so sure that's going to work. Uh, edited highly. Well, Sevon was a hooker. That was his street name. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Mr. Wood. 
Okay. Uh, let's go back up and look at the and look at the guest. Um, to the left of him was a gentleman. I'm going to try to say his name. A doctor. Uh, Quadwo. Kyrimanting. Kyrimanting. So it's Quadjo, but you did well with the second name. Quadjo with a J, kind of Quadjo. Yeah, like that. Okay, Doctor Quadjo. Yeah. So Quadjo is a, an ICU physician from Canada. He was one oh. of the, the guys that spoke up the loudest during the COVID pandemic because he was at the forefront of putting people on ventilators and having to make very difficult choices and being in a highly stressed environment. And he said that every single person who suffered during COVID was because of underlying chronic disease that could be mitigated by lifestyle changes. I love this dude. And so I he love this huge, dude. Yeah. And then he also wrote a book recently called um, something about leadership. I forgot. Moral courage. The moral courage to oh. lead or oh, unapologetic leadership. It's oh, I like that look. I like him. He looks there. Mm -hmm. He is. And, and Sevi, he is honestly one of the nicest human beings in the whole world. Like he will do so much for others. He's so cool. He's very popular on TikTok as well. He's fun. He's um, he's just, he's a really good guy. He looks kind of like uh, strong in that picture, but he's one of the <laughs> nicest, most fun humans. Like we're going to have a dance party after this event because he's so much fun. Unapologetic. Oh, I don't see him in the audiobooks for on Apple. I was gonna buy his book. Unapologetic leadership. Yeah, and so all of that, that whole book is based on doing the right thing and how hard it is to make the right decisions when you're bombarded with. Oh, know. oh, I get it. I was wondering what the I was wondering what the connection is between leadership and what he studies. I see what you're saying. Hey. Everyone was swimming this way. He had to be a leader and be like, swim this way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Hey, is that is that book on um is that book on Amazon? I want to get that no. audio book and start listening to it, right? Oh I don't know if there's an audiobook. I think he's self-published, but like it's it's on Amazon. I have it. I read it. You can you can read it. I you got this. I, I can read. You. Do you want me to read it to you? And I'll be like, shh. <laughs> Every night at 9 p.m., my kids and I, my family will circle around the phone, put on speaker, and you read this. If you <laughs> we can do, can do 10 pages a night. <laughs> okay, I'm getting I'm getting this book. Add to cart. Good job. Okay. I, I, I love this guy. Boy, boy, this is awesome. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. <clears throat> Tommy Wood, uh, uh, pedi uh, pediatrics, uh, smarty pants, um, uh, Kawando, uh, Quajo, uh, uh Canada, that's a tough place to stand your ground, dude. That is and a yes. place to stand your ground. Oh, he's head of the ICU. He's not, you know, he's oh, he's just a great man. He's got a phenomenal podcast as well. Uh, CrossFit needs an entire uh, um, army of dudes like this. Needed an entire army of dudes like this. Needs one uh, in case this shit ever happens again. Okay, how about this uh, mountain guy that looks like he eats meat? Uh, Dr. Tom McCoy. <laughs> So that Tom, you know him from CrossFit. He used to park his little airstream at the back of the DDCs. Oh my God! Yeah, that's Tom. That's him. Yes. Wow, that's yeah. like one of the most beautiful men I've ever seen in my life. Isn't he? Like, yes. So beautiful in every way. Yes. So Tom is. Um, he's on Instagram as Vital Human Doc. There we go. Yeah, and uh, he's been on CrossFit panels uh he's very much about lifestyle but you know what he did and 
I mean, I adore him and the work that he does because he works with a lot of the athletes. Um, he worked with Dale King. Um, he was part of that documentary. And so we're going to talk about resilience and overcoming adversity and um, everything that was, you know, that, that, that Dale and them did at or still do at their gym. That's at HQ right there. That's mm -hmm. it, the old CrossFit HQ. Look at that shit. Damn. Yeah. Hey, go back up. There was a there was a picture of him. Um, oh yeah, what a cool dude. Okay. No, so he's wonderful. Really, and he he's an affiliate owner now as well. Really? Yeah. He owns Sugar and Falls CrossFit with uh, Jen Fishko and um, your favorite John Woolley. No shit. Uh huh. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Sugar. So, sh yeah. Sugar Falls. Sugar and um, C H A G R I N. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, no, I don't know. That's you pronounce it very differently. Yeah, yes, we do, Cotton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I we got to get this guy on too. Yeah, guys, that man, I did an interview with him for your Vitafest, and Lishi was like, Oh my god, Tom, I want to interview. I want to interview you every single week. Yeah. The stuff that he was saying, he, that he's so smart, so in touch. Like, he's just great. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like him. Uh, I, so I, we, we'll get all these people on, on, yeah. on the podcast. Try to. Okay. Great. Uh, let's go back and see the, uh, the others. Should we save one for you coming on later or should we keep going? No, let's go. We only have one more. I feel bad if we leave one person out. Dr. Chris Palmer. Is he English? Please tell He has an accent for sure. He's from Harvard. No, he's maybe got a Boston accent. Oh, okay. So he just wrote a book as well called Brain Health. And it's all about how a lot of psychiatric diseases disorders mental health is based in metabolic dysfunction yes thank mitochondrial you. metabolic dysfunction and thank um you. he did a panel at the he did a panel sorry at the crossfit games and i i was obviously not there but i did organize it and um he was phenomenal i haven't what seen the whole video but it's on the crossfit christopher palmer okay i'm looking yep. and what's see, see if he has any books that are audio books he should have an audiobook. His was published by a major publisher. Christopher M. Palmer. And he's an MD. Yeah, mm -hmm. look. And he was on Huberman. He's my favorite. Brain Energy is the book. So oh, wait, wait. Go go back a second. Um, I think we've had that guy. Who's that guy to the left of him with the Willie Nelson shirt? That's what's his face. The comedian. Oh, um, I think I recognize Jack, Jack Shepard. Oh, have you had him on? No. Well, I <gasps> just thought I Matt told me you had somebody else on yesterday that I have such a big crush on, but I'm not going to tell you here on the show. All right. <laughs> you just broke the hearts of half the people in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> if they sign I up, I can't see what they're saying. Huh? So, so Karen, can we go to the? Can you pull up a Susan or Caleb? Could you pull up the date of this event and the location? So. I've never, I've never signed up for one of these conventions. Like, I just want to stay in my CrossFit gym and work out. Like, why? Like, should I? You're saying that I should get if I, I should get out and do this. I'm just putting myself in in an affiliate owner space. Yes, absolutely. Well, let's ask Matt because Matt's an affiliate owner. Okay. I feel like he's going to answer this question beautifully. Well, I, I think the panel that was there <clears throat> validates everything you guys do in the CrossFit gym. 
like all of it, right? And so when you want to go there and and or when when you listen to the people speak, it'll give you the tools and stuff to articulate what's happening to your members in a way that is health forward rather than just saying like, hey, you're gonna squat and you're gonna get stronger. And so this type of event too, for me personally, brings back like the philosophical direction of CrossFit. And so you, a lot of you guys know that I got super pumped and got into the DDC from Sevon, who Karin let me in. And <clears throat> that to me was huge because it's, 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 it's reaching outside of just the normal stuff that we see in terms, especially the last three years with CrossFit, which is either like being promoted through the games or that's it. So by being around these people or listening to these things, for me, back in the day at the DDC, it used to just fire me up. It reframed everything that I thought about in terms of my business, um, the direction that I was uh, approaching people and, and the conversations that I was having with them and what I had to offer. So if you're an affiliate owner or you're a coach, you should definitely be going to this event. Well, I love, I love all the, uh, the names that you're having there. Hey, who? so it's two days? No, it's just one. It's one just day. every third. And then we have the workout with Dave the day before. Um, and so, you know, maybe Dave will be on. We'll have some panels as well. So we'll slot in some other people. Um, but uh, it's going to be it's going to be a really incredible event with hopefully a lot of interaction and opportunity to network. We will have some sponsors and partners. Um, and it's going to be fun and informative and everything that the DDC, the whole energy, but a little bit more structured, as you said, was, um, we are also applying for CME credits. So continuing, so for the physicians, um, so that they can, they can join and it be accredited for them. Um, yeah. And, you know, I just want to give like big kudos to CrossFit because this is their event. They, they asked me to put this on. I didn't go to them and say, Hey, we should talk, we should do this. Like they were the ones that came to me and said, we need this. And will you organize it? And I was like, absolutely. Yes, please. So, uh, work out with Dave. Uh, so you could come and just do that. No. Oh, uh, in person. No. So, so if you do the in person, um, do you, do you get to work out with Dave too? You get the option to work out with Dave. Yeah. Cause it is the day before. So not everybody can join and space is uh, limited to about 50 people. Oh, um, shit. but hopefully we will add another workout. Okay. Must be registered for in, in person. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's got to do two. He can limit to 50. That's stupid. Hey, <laughs> roll down a little bit. Let me see this. Um, no, no, the, sorry. Up. Sorry. Up. I don't know my up from down. Oh, and there's live stream as well. Mm hmm. Keep going, keep going. I want to see this. Other, I want to see the the big daddy one. Okay, yeah, there you go. Elevate your experience with VIP perks that extend beyond the standard admission. A continued education, six credits. Does that work for anything with CrossFit? Like, do do CrossFitters need continued education? Like level one or level two or level three? three? Level three needs continued. Does this fulfill yeah. that? Yeah, this okay. is exactly for that. And then CME would be for physicians. So access to. A private VIP room for personalized interactions, barbecue, lunch, opportunity to engage directly with speakers. So you're saying that if I buy that, I can go, I'll be like in the, in the line next to the brisket of trying to grab the spoon from uh, Rhonda Patrick. <laughs> oh, exactly. You're going to have to fight yep. Rhonda Patrick for the brisket. Yeah. And any uh, other smoked meats we have there. Smoke. Yep. Tommy Wood will be uh, running the smoke uh, meat section. Early registration to skip the queues and preferred seating to enjoy the summit in the best spot in the house. Okay. Goodie bag packed with offers from our partners. Two complimentary live stream tickets. Oh, so for like guests, uh, how much are those going to cost? The live stream tickets, eighty nine. Okay, so you can give those back to your um uh 
beloved coaches who aren't as bougie as you and can't go. Yeah. Um, priority. And, and is that, are those live stream, will they be able to watch the live stream anytime they want? No, it's no. only live. So um, oh, okay. CrossFit will have the content post event. I'm not sure what happens then. Okay. A priority option for any workout with Dave Castro. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. So if he does do two workouts, you could get into both workouts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally. Uh, access to private lounge for lunch breaks. Okay. So you get fed. You get a $200, let's say, in um, live stream. And then you, if, if Dave does two workouts, which I ends up, and bet he ends up doing that's another $100, which then makes it sort of the same price as the ticket below it. Totally. And, you know, here's the thing. Like, we will have other networking opportunities that will happen in the space. Networking that we haven't, opportunities? Yeah, that we haven't announced that we are That's still working networking on. Networking opportunities. No, networking, networking. Networking. What did you think I said? Net net breaking. Every time Karin walks by, you break your neck. You're looking at oh, damn. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like the biggest ego boost ever. I need to go and Plenty of those. work out after this. And Jeffrey Birchfield asked too, like it, it, Jeffrey, I was just talking about it from like an affiliate owner's perspective, but this is, this event is for everybody. It's not just for affiliate owners. I was just going after them because if you attend this as an affiliate owner, the information that you come back, if you apply it to your gym and you find other strategies to apply this information to your gym, not only are you giving the best information to your members, <clears throat> but there's plenty of opportunities to increase your revenue through stuff like this and increase the health of the people in your gym. But it is for anybody who wants to learn more and elevate and understand what's going on in this world of health here in the U.S. Uh, yep. Go ahead. And go here's ahead. the thing. Did you see Nicole's video the other day? Uh, Miss Carol? Yeah. No. Where is it? Oh, my God. Matt, can you get it? Yeah. Wait, is it on .com? It's on uh, Instagram. It's on the uh, affiliate Instagram page. Oh, maybe I did see it. Oh, no, I didn't see it. No, not on oh, her. You have to watch this. Is that Nicole Carroll's personal Instagram? Yeah. Holy shit, she's fucking upped her game. Look at look at those thumbnails her Instagram has now. Um, it's the one at the top, Caleb. It's all the way over to the right. It just looks like words. Yep, right there. And then yep, as you scroll through, it'll be her. Oh, I did see this. Okay, yeah, yeah. We can play a little bit of this. Let's see. Let's hear. We have a vision making the world a healthier place. And I know that that can sound a little bit overly simplistic, um, but I want to double click into it like we do on that page there. And um, I'm a big Simon Sinek fan. I don't know if you guys know Simon Sinek, but I love him. And what he said is before we can build the world we want to live in, we have to imagine it. And so that's what we did with that vision. And we said, Imagine a world where 70% of the world's population, instead of dying from chronic disease, because that's how many do, instead of dying from chronic disease, actually have health markers in the best third of the range. And we have, and those same people, they can tackle any adversity or adventure that comes their way or that they want to take on well into their 80s and 90s. And then all of that in that middle paragraph there is supported by strong local communities who reinforce those healthy habits through a sense of accountability and belonging. And finally, that last paragraph, it's 
when those healthy people, more connected, more empowered people, right, what do they do? They feel so damn good that they can't help but make the world around them better in large and small ways. So that vision contains the seeds of our definition of health, our definition of fitness, the ethos of our community, and this phenomenon of a virtuous cycle that we can create as CrossFit. And those same Boom. Nicole Carroll. Is she going to be there? Yeah. She'll be at the summit. She'll be at the, um, at your summit. Yes. I hope so. I mean, yes. Thanks. Will, so. will she be, will she be up, up on the, on the stage? I can't confirm or deny anything. Hey, listen, we had a guy on yesterday, right? Who <laughs> listens to this show regularly. His name is Jethro Cardona. He's not a cartel guy. He's a cop. Doesn't that sound like a cartel name? Jethro Cardona? No, Cardona? it sounds like a billionaire's name because all I can think of is Grant. <clears throat> fair, fair. Oh. Um, uh, so he was on the show and he said that he'd been thinking about opening an affiliate for a couple of years and he met Nicole and Don and Greg at the CrossFit Games. And after meeting the three of them, it, it, it pushed him over the. And when he talks about meeting Nicole, he's like, he gets a little light, like light, lightheaded. Well, I mean, she is pretty spectacular. I agree. And the way that she speaks and the way that she just like her whole heart, she wears her whole heart on her sleeve, right? When it comes yeah. to CrossFit, it's she's magnetic. And from what I can assess from looking at her, her she also thinks that the butt's the most important muscle in the body to maintain. <laughs> just from saying. Devon. What? Anyway, the reason I asked you to draw to bring that clip up because you know I think thank I, you. I was like, what the fuck does this have to do with the summit? Thank you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you. Let's come full circuit, right? Well, here's the thing: like everything that she was talking about, like making the world a healthier place, the focus on health, looking at chronic disease, like that's everything that's happening in the summit. That's the stuff that we're addressing. That sense of belonging, the sense of community, the like let's flip the script here and make the 70% the healthier people. And um, so that's what we're going to talk about. Awesome. Hey, thanks for coming on. Uh, what's the, what's the timeline for uh, buying these tickets? If I have you on in another day right now. What? Okay. Okay, great. Listen, we'll put, I'm going to clip this, this section and I'm going to call it something like the CrossFit uh, summit uh, and I'll put the date or something. And there'll be a link that you can use to get it. You should use the link. You, I think that there's a link that gives us credit for it. We don't get money for it, but it just makes my penis get bigger if you use the link. <laughs> literally, it's gross. Yeah, 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 it's in the chat right now. I put it in the chat yeah. a little bit earlier, and it makes my heart get bigger. Thank you. So, so Karin, um, we'll we'll just keep having you on every couple of weeks. If anything, if anything, and just keep talking about it. And if anything gets updated, you, uh, new speakers or uh, you find out what you're going to be serving on the menu at those meals, any <laughs> no minutia is too small. I'll let us know. Okay. And you should have the speakers on as well because they are spectacular. I okay, cannot, I have on, I I have cannot on, do this justice. Should I have them on before? Yeah. Okay, not? cool. Okay. Hey, I, um, I'm going to go to my kid's birthday party and then uh, and then I'm going to watch uh, UFC fights today and that's it. But I'll, somewhere in between there when I'm sitting down, I think I'm going to have to go guard the picnic table now for two hours. Okay, so sandwiches all get eaten. Yeah, I have to go to the park early so other kids don't do their birthday there. <laughs> While I'm there, I'll start texting with you and Sousa, and maybe you can hook us up with some of these people. Oh, my God. It. I would love nothing more. Thank you, guys. You know, I really love you all so much. Even okay. even the, the guy who said nothing. 
<laughs> oh, Caleb. Yeah. Caleb. <laughs> Caleb. Caleb, you are just have a really good poker face. I have to tell you. I'm I'm glad. Working on it. That was that was yeah that hey, was exciting. Um, thanks for getting up so early. I know you're a busy woman. Thanks for doing this. Thank you guys. I went dancing last night, so I feel good. Did you even all go right. to sleep? Did you stay up all Does night? It look like I didn't go to sleep. Of course I went to sleep. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I do nothing. I'm so boring. I just dance. <laughs> you, are, huh? you are. You're so boring. I can tell. <laughs> all right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Karen Thompson. Jesus Christ. It's too, it's too much. <sighs> it, it's it's crazy the dms i get after she comes on the show dudes are just like nuts over her oh my god yeah well jape had to look at her and her energy is amazing right yeah hey are you surprised crossfit doing something like this she would you know uh yeah pleasantly surprised yeah me too I was surprised. when she was talking to me about the event and stuff like that. Um, I was, I was surprised. And then I was surprised to know too, that they're kind of harpooning this health thing. And it came out right at the time as like Nicole Carroll, like articulates a vision. I mean, I think that's the first time we've heard the word. This is our vision of making the world a healthier place. As she kind of articulated it. Like, I think a lot of it's been like the 30 million CrossFitters, right? <clears throat> So I was just I was surprised I was surprised we could the the words that could be used is something like a a revolution and um, we're focusing on the truth and health and things like that which uh, was a good surprise. Um, it's interesting. I I know Nicole very well. Mm -hmm. She might tell you I don't, but I mean just and, and and she's probably right too. But I I've just been around her a lot, so like I know I I, I have I know her mannerisms and shit like that. Um. That did look like a new role for her. If you like that clip of her, that's like as bad as she speaks. She mm -hmm. is an amazing speaker. And that that's like one of the worst presentations I've seen her give. Not that it was bad, mm. but like, what do you mean? She, I just, I just didn't see like, that was a new role for her. Like when she said, I have a, we have a vision. Like usually when she talks, I'm like hypnotized, but I could tell she was trying something new. Mm. Do you know okay. what I mean? That, yeah. that, like she was a, like, if she talks about training and its place in the world and all that shit, you'll be just be like, but I could tell like she's in a new role and she's trying, that was like new material. If she was a comic. That was the first time she'd run that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. The, she was working those jokes out on stage a little bit. They're still yeah. okay, like, but she's like great. She's great as a presenter. She's a fucking 15 out of 10. Yeah. How she presented that material was a five out of 10. So she still is a 10. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious where she's going with that. That I mean, she's she's now the director of brand or something, right? Or the um, chief executive brand officer. She's just chief brand officer or something. She's no longer the trainer. So she's in a new oh, kind of I wonder who's in education then. Dave. Dave runs the – Dave oh, runs the okay. training department and games now. Oh, okay. Okay. And, dude – Nicole, speaking of someone who walks the walk, her body's crazy. Oh, yeah. She's a fucking brick shithouse. Yeah. And she's done a lot of experimenting. A lot. Like, with diet and workout and training. She, her, she, she's like, she treats her body like a lab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had an awkward cadence. Yeah. I was going to say it, it was reminiscent of uh, 
kind of the way cadence and the way Dave speaks almost. <laughs> You've been drinking from the same water. Yeah, I was kind of uh, like, ladies and uh, gentlemen, that is not a compliment. <laughs> hey, Karn's great, man. She's a beast. Yeah, don't uh, d don't uh, that's a that don't um let that smile uh fool you. She is a savage. You know what she she was she was cool with is when we would do uh, work trips. We did a lot of work trips. Um, she would always walk with me because I was like a, I was I'm obsessed with walking. Mm -hmm. And so she would always walk with me. Like we would get there and I would call her like, "Where are you?" She's like, "I'm in my room." I'm like, "Meet me in the lobby." And we would just fucking walk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was cool as shit. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <sighs> Love you guys and all the comments. What's up, girl? Thanks for coming on. All right. Um, I think that's uh who do we do we have some a guest tomorrow? Yeah, we have Jedediah. We're gonna be talking about uh oh we'll watch we'll watch. Okay. Oh great. First we talked about a conference, and then we're now we're gonna talk about wheel wad. Oh, two fantastic, exciting days. Yay! Watch a bunch of guys in wheelchairs do CrossFit. Woohoo! <laughs> The fuck someone get this guy pb and j <laughs> oh my god that's so fun we promoted a conference on today's show yay <laughs> you liked it i just like karin i and i just like jedediah that's it that's all you need that's all yeah uh let's see maybe we should finish um you can do one more before we go Dave Daspro just tagged us in something. I think it's a 20 rep back squat at some crazy weight. If you want to show that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. I like that. Is that the real cave Dastro? That's the guy that fucking threw the ball into the bucket from 60 feet. Douche nozzle. It was genius too. He put rocks in the bottom. It's fucking so good. Mr. Yeah. Audrey, it's the mystery meat. Mystery video. Nicholas Flores. Hey, Savannah, I hope your podcast takes off. Yeah, when I when I launch those memberships and gouge you guys, it's really going to take off. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Look, at he's already tired at four, and he keeps going. You know that feeling. Six, seven, eight. I could watch this at regular speed. I don't need to sped up. Nine. It, he sped it up when he posted it. 11, 12. That's not even a big dude. Look at that ass. 19. 13. Is he? Is that 13? 14? 14, yeah. Or is he wearing leggings like I wear? Am I an influencer? 15. I think they're the same ones. Hope he's good. 17? 16. 16? What are we at now? What are you at? I had 17. Oh, look at that chest pounding, dude. 15. Oh. Oh, oh my God. Dang. Fuck that. I love that. Just a plate getting pushed onto a hard rod. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. What That's 315, Jeffrey. Damn. 20 rep with 315. I did um I did 20 rounds the other night, like at eleven o'clock at night with a 40 pound med ball, sets of five on the minute for 20 minutes. <laughs> nice. Like a 40 pound med ball just to test the old back out. How's it doing? It's, dude, it's doing great. I cannot believe how fast it's healing. Good. Yeah. I just got two bottles of CJC 1295 and two bottles of 
BPC and TB500. You probably, you guys are probably going to, my skin's going to get all perfect again. I haven't done any of that shit like in a couple months. I'm so excited. I don't have tulips. That's a kind of a sensitive subject for me. I do not have tulips. Uh, even before I had kids, I didn't have tulips. For those of you who know flowers, you might be able to figure out what that means. Uh, I, I, I wish I had uh, tulips to kiss these. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes Levon, do you have two lips no do you have two lips to kiss these nuts jeez louise a girl do you eat at wendy's <laughs> you <like> wendy? <laughs> uh olivia do you feel tingle and flush when you take the cjc 1295 no maybe i don't take enough I'm pretty. There was a, 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 a time in my life when um, everyone was doing meth. There was like this month period. And dude, th I, the lines I would do were like, it would do the tiniest little lines. Tiniest. I know you're like, not with that nose. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I am fucking, I am scared. Hey, Miss Redow, Elise Carr Redow. Uh, that was better than the entire uh, Rife um, video, Matt Rife video, that joke. He stuck. And I started actually to reply to your email that you sent me telling me to watch it. Like, dude, are you kidding me? This is horrible, but I didn't want to hurt your feelings. But now that you put nuts on my lips, fuck you. Fuck you and your Matt Rife. <laughs> Oh, let me know how that go uh, goes, Mike. Tennis elbow. Remember when you shoot the water in there, it's got to be so slow. And use that technique that um, Hiller uses where he shoots it at the glass. A little cockeyed, as they say in the hood. Cockeyed. Uh, I don't know if you still get a free consult. That's a good question. Well, I'm going to ask her. Oh, I think that's not with peptides. I think that's with, with the hormones you do. Yes, with the hormones you do. With the peptides, you do not. They won't give you any information about peptides. It's it's the nature of where peptides are legally. Mm. But if you use code Sevon right now, you get free shipping and ten percent off. Shoulder so, like twitching. Um. Uh, Iota, uh, my penis was in the Guinness Book of World Records, but then the librarian asked me to take it out. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> uh, uh, Slater, yes, Brooke did mine last week. What does that mean? Yes, Brooke did mine last week. Oh, okay, okay. Codes, okay. Is that her name? But it was also oh, Brooke no. asked the question. You're right. You're right, Susa. Oh. Okay. Yeah, she has three beautiful daughters. You're stoked. Yes. The punctuation Calm. needs some work, but it's okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I say this to you with peace and love. Those of you with kids, stop sending your kids to school, especially if you can raise them. Savon, not everyone has that luxury. Stop. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's like the. I can't get out of Palestine. Okay, fine. Well, then you're dead. 
a closet in my classroom and I would have the kids one at a time go into the closet, come out and share with the class what their sexual orientation is. I would give the kids that identify as 2SLGBTQIA+, a cupcake, a rainbow cupcake. The kids that came out and said they were straight, I didn't give them anything because they're just contributing to a heteronormative society. (laughs) This is a fourth grade teacher. She locks her kids into a closet. Then when she opens the door, when they come out, she asks them what their sexual orientation is. If they say homo, she they get a cookie. If they say straight, they don't get shit because they're contributing to the heteronormal nature of society. Now, listen, you, you want to think you want to think. This is some outlier shit. I know you want to. I want to. But it's not. My kids don't even know these words. Yesterday, my kids were around some other kids and we were hanging out and um, uh, a a dog started um, humping one of my kids and I pushed the dog off and one of the other kids goes, that dog's gay. (laughs) Because it was a male dog humping a boy. And my three boys are like, no, that dog. And then they said the dog's name. <laughs> no, it's not gay. It's, it's, it's Maximus. <laughs> that dog. Is and then dog. I looked at my kids. I'm like, no, that dog's a faggot. No, no, I didn't. Oh, fuck off. I did. Come on, boys. Like, like, my kids don't even know. They don't, like, they don't even know what they don't, like. And I'm not upset that they, they learned it there. That's where they're going to learn it. But, like, yeah. I, like. That's why I'm watching fights, dude. And I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Daddy got to see that. I'm telling you, raise your fucking kids, man. Raise your fucking kids. Those of you. You're worried about your kids saying fuck or dick or asshole or like you're worried about the stupidest shit. (laughs) Raise your fucking kids. That can't be real, bro. That's where I went to, Zach, but I always do. Bro, bro. Go outside right now and walk around. You'll see people who took time out of their day. They got into their car that they work all week for to pay the monthly payment insurance on. They got in this vehicle and went to a pharmacy. They walked down the aisle. They pulled blue hair dye down. They went to the register and spent their hard-earned money that they worked for. Three hours of their work time. They take it. They go home with it. They spend the whole day now dyeing their hair blue. Bro, 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 bro. We need that as a soundbite now. They died it. <laughs> like, imagine going out. Imagine working hard to make money so you could buy a car, so you could go to the store to buy shit to make you unfuckable. <laughs> Not unfuck withable, but unfuckable. And then after you died, it's all blotchy and weird looking. You're like, yeah, yeah, I did it. Oh, <laughs> it. I can't wait. I'm gonna work another forty hours. And I'm gonna get a septum ring, dude. Of I course, these are our teachers, dude. This <laughs> shit is bra, 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 bra. I mean. 
It's fucking nuts. Those man bun wearing unfuckable hippies. I, I've been asking, um, uh, who's our guy? Travis Bellinghausen? Vindicate. V-N-D-K-A. How do you guys, listen, uh, everyone buy a Vindicate shirt for, uh, uh, no, not a Vindicate shirt, uh, a CEO shirt. This shirt's finally grown on me, by the way. I didn't like these no plan B shirts, but they've grown on me. Mm-hmm. I don't buy a CEO shirt for someone for Christmas. What were you going to say? I said, why didn't, why didn't you like them? I don't know. I, I just, I don't like writing on shirts. I don't, I don't want to, I don't like reading. <laughs> I just like letters. How do you not have a CEO shirt? Hey, and, and, uh, life is RX has some dope shit too. Some awesome CrossFit, uh, CEO shit. I need a CEO sweatshirt. One of the pullovers. I gave away all my TDC CEO shirts. TD CEO. I gave oh yeah. All- yeah. The moment passed. Yeah, lots of colors. No Plan B is a great pro-life shirt. Always thought you were pro-choice. I am pro-choice. Every time I put that shirt on, I always think about that. I'm like, do people think this is a but, but abortion claim? But here's the thing. I would rather be pro-life. And so if someone's going to confuse me for a pro-lifer... I'm I'm you're, cool. With it. You're comfortable with it? Yeah. Like some people like like I'm not like when I walk around in the normal world with normal people, people will be like, Oh, you're really fit. What do you do to work out? I don't tell I don't like be like, no, actually I'm fucked up and old. My back's fucked up. I'm like, Yeah, thanks. I do CrossFit. You know what I mean? Like if you want to think I'm a pro lifer, awesome. I'll I'll roll with it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't kill babies. <laughs> totally. <clears throat> Smart. Uh, Troy Martin ordered CEO shirt Wednesday. Smart. Guys, listen. I have to tell you, what size are you, Caleb? XL or double XL. Yeah, okay, because I'm a large. As am I. Yeah. You don't want to wear, and, and, and my shit's not like, it's not tight on me like it doesn't hang on my gut. You know what I mean? Like it hangs, I got titties, and so my titties kind of push it out, and I got lats, and it keeps it off my fucking muffin. Jesus Christ. Uh, Philip Kelly posted a before and after picture the other day. Mm-hmm. Like, I it's like a picture of him sitting on a bed. He's like, I saw this and I was disgusted. I'm like, well, that's exactly what my body looks like, asshole. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with it. <laughs> I saw this and I was satisfied. Yeah, his before picture is like, I'm like, yeah, I look good. <laughs> no, I don't want, I, I did not want everyone to know my large. I don't want you to get a shirt that's too small. Two years ago, listen, go back. Let me read this shit. Two years ago, I sat up in bed and was, by the way, when I sit up in bed, I don't talk about that. I'm not talking about my body. Two years ago, uh, I sat up in bed and I was shocked and disgusted by what I saw in the mirror. I grabbed, shocked and disgusted. That's hardcore. I grabbed my phone and snapped a couple pics so that I could remember where I started from. I'm ready to share my progress so far. Now look at, what's wrong with that? Also, why do you have a mirror next to your bed like that? That's a TV, isn't it? Well, the thing he's pointing the camera at. Oh. I don't even see a difference. <laughs> yeah, wait, go back, Caleb. What the fuck? I don't even see a difference. He has a, he has a necklace on in that one. <laughs> better, oh, posture, better posture. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, there you go. You can tell the difference in that. 
got some quads squatting. <clears throat> oh, this is great. Oh, yeah, he's yoked. Yeah, shoulders look great. Yeah. Yeah, he looks great. Uh, Savon Matt Beaver, thanks for all you do. 20 rep almost took my life. Yeah, dude, that was dude. crazy. <laughs> yeah, you're skinny. I can't believe how fucking lean you are. Way I weigh about 195.11. Dude, love you guys. Dude, that was insane, dude. Was I insane. like watching your chest. Like, <laughs> That's a cardio workout at that point. I think yeah. his ass was growing with every rep, too. <laughs> it's visibly got bigger every squat. I love Daddy PK. Yeah, good dude. All right. Not joking about your kids. Don't don't put any needles in them. In two thousand five, tank Hamas was created. In two thousand five, with the charter to kill as many Israelis as possible and eradicate Israel. Do you know what our U.S. military was created for? Fucking shit up. They knew when they attacked Israel, Gaza would be destroyed. So stop blaming. If, if you, Because I know you like blaming. I know you're not interested in saving lives. I understand. But if you want to blame, now you know who to blame. George W. No. <laughs> I thought we were still looking for weapons. Of they knew. They knew. They knew, and I know you're gonna be like, "Well, actually, that was Israeli special. That, that's a complete psyop. It was Israeli special forces that killed all those people." Well, then I go back to my other thing. Then leave Gaza because this shit's really fucked up. Then, whatever conspiracy you want to run, whatever you want to say, if you care about those people, you'll try to get them fucking out of there. It's not a big deal. It's a fucking huge planet. Get the fuck out. But if you also want to play the game of you don't know the history and you don't know this, you don't know that. Listen, there's 15 million of those motherfuckers. And they are going to fucking flatten fucking Gaza because you fucking went in there and beheaded babies. And no one should be like, oh, that's like, like you should get it. Yeah. And their fucking leader is a fucking special forces guy who has a hard on to fucking uh, uh, kill, uh, uh, to destroy Iran. God, are you guys seeing what's happening in New York City with all the fucking immigrants? It's amazing. No, but I <clears throat> ran, across one, uh, ran across one account that was just showing like a bunch of spots that were super dirty in the city. And they're like walking up the subway stairs and you're, they're just like, you know, ankle deep in trash and just crazy shit like that. City's dirty. Uh, the Democrats, including your president, wants to defund the police. Don't listen to his fucking bullshit rhetoric where now he's like, I don't I never said that. I don't want to say defund the police. They want to get rid of the fucking police and they want to put in fucking social workers. We don't fucking need that. Dude, did you see these fucking sanctuary cities, these fucking Democrats, Baltimore, Philadelphia, New York City, Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, these fucking cities are now complaining because they're fucking inundated with the open border policy. Once again, no matter what the fucking Republicans have done, how can you fucking tolerate that? Oh, but I saw I saw Trump do some weird dance and get all angry. <laughs> he called the Democrats vermin. That's Nazi talk. Who gives a fuck about Nazi talk? How about Nazi behaviors? We just went through an entire fucking administration that censored fucking our social media that still is. New York City may be in a crisis. 
They have but at least the migrants are thankful. Dude, yeah. in the last two years, they have 140,000 um, migrants uh, have entered the city, and their police force is being cut by 29,000. It's like 50% cuts. They've stopped the next five police academies. Yeah, that's like, crazy. When are you just like, hey, I'm not going to be a Democrat anymore? Well, that's crazy. You said that's in New York City they're cutting academies? Yeah, like, by yeah. twenty nine thousand, they're cutting the police force. They're cutting the police force in half. They're they're they've canceled the next five police academies, uh, in New York City, and then they brought in to pay for the migrants. That's what their fucking douchebag mayor, who's under investigation. By the way, for those of you who are like, "Sam, on that pedophilia accusation is fucking crazy." Did you see what's what what happened yesterday? The chief of education for the fucking defense department. Has been fucking caught soliciting children for sex. Listen, let me repeat that again. The chief of education for the defense department. That is some fucking high ranking shit. Stephen has something. If you put in Stephen Haz, his name will pop up. Like, dude, it's it's there. The fucking former mayor of fucking College Park, Maryland, also just busted for fucking pedophilia. Now, here's the thing. You're going to make seven other people do that, too. Yeah, these motherfuckers are trying to normalize it. All right. Love you guys. Adios. That's my rant. Uh, good, good rant. Uh, tomorrow we have um, uh, Jedediah Snelson. He's going to try to talk about wheel wads. I'm going to try to talk about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> Bingo. Bye-bye. Thanks, Caleb. Thanks, Susan.